Welcome to Markets Now. I'm Michelle Brook with Chuck Shelby Risk Management Commodities and kind of a mixed close in both grain and livestock futures, Chuck, but at least it was nice to see corn and soybeans end a little bit higher, especially corn after making more new contract lows. Yeah, early in the day, uh, markets looked pretty soft again. It was, uh, you know, wondering, can they really hold here? We're going to exaggerate the downside. As we moved through the day, though, the market caught hold and, and was able to close in positive territory. So for corn and beans, that was nice to see after such a big break on the previous day. Yeah. So do you think it was just some short covering or a dead cat bounce because we held support areas or can we build on this, do you think? I, I think we can build on this. Uh, you know, it's pretty significant break. Uh, producers are holding off. There are not really any farmer selling going on here. So the fund money wanted to press it down to the lower end of some ranges and bounce off some, some technical support areas. So uh, I'm hopeful that we do able to build on this and build some more positive news as we go forward in the next day or two. Yeah. So one of the catalysts, though, was a change in the Brazilian weather, and we've been seeing crop estimates coming down at the same time. So do you think we've taken out too much South American weather premium? It seems like it when you look at the private estimates of where the Brazilian bean crop might be down around 150. At that kind of a number, that's a pretty significant drop. Uh, I think the market saw rain coming like a lot of weather markets when it does finally rain. The market uh, seems to kind of give it up. But going forward, next week's USDA report will be interesting to see what our USDA says. We also have to remember that the USDA uh, will also talk about our crop and the final yield. And so I think the South American weather is fully anticipated question going forward, does it continue to rain? That's still important to what that crop outcome will be. Yeah. The other thing that it seems like we've been trading is what's been going on with some of the outside markets, including the dollar index, and that seemed to weigh on the wheat here again today. Yeah, the dollar uh, kind of a little surprising rally. It's uh, been up sharply in the last two days. Uh, that's one of the markets. Wheat is one of the markets that uh, really gets negatively impacted by a rising dollar. So I think uh, if we can calm the dollar down and it, it comes back and turns into a downtrend again, that certainly would help our wheat exports going forward. Yeah, because wheat demand certainly has not been that great, has it? No, and, and we really need that. I, I think probably part of wheat's problem is that ongoing conflict in, with Russia and Ukraine and, and Russia basically flooding the world with cheap wheat. You've also got the uh, conflict with Israel and Arab countries that uh, are not necessarily favorable towards us, uh, certainly will look to other places to buy their wheat. Yeah. So Chuck, you said you didn't see a whole lot of farmers selling on this pullback here. Do you think that we are going to start seeing more selling here after the first of the year, either for tax purposes, income averaging, whatever it might be? I think producers are starting to really hone in on uh, moving the crop. Uh, there's a fair amount of it left to be sold. Uh, one of the concerns from uh, producers is the cost of carrying grain is pretty high with interest rates wherever they are. Uh, you know, if you're going to hold on to grain, you've got to get a, a positive response in the market. Otherwise, the cost of interest and the cost of opportunity of using your money to buy inputs and pay things off. So it's a concern. Uh, producers are putting a pencil to it. And, and I think one thing that uh, producers could look towards is there's some really cheap options out there. So if you do make the move to sell your grain, 
look at some of those options. Some re-ownership strategies are cheaper than the cost of holding on to that grain. So there's some opportunities out there, things you can do. So does that help us capture that carry in the market too? Yeah, I, I think, again, the biggest concern to any producer is when you look out there, we're all borrowing, most of us borrowing money. The cost of money is still pretty high. So you've got to factor that in. We didn't need to do that in the previous three or four years when interest rates were much lower. So, yeah, I think that's an opportunity. I think that's a good plan if you want to retain ownership. There's things out there that we don't know that could happen that make the market go higher. But right now, the cost of money is a factor that we have to take into account. Yeah. Cattle market had a big update yesterday, a little bit of consolidation today, but still a pretty decent close considering we had some early losses. And so are you thinking that that market is going to be able to continue to build on some of this momentum? I think we had uh, you know, a pretty big sell off in cattle. It was good to see the recovery. Uh, the thing going forward in the month of January and February will be what is consumer demand. Uh, I think the cattle market is still on good footing. When you look at uh, the amount of beef out there, it's all up to what the consumers are willing to spend. And if they continue to buy at a reasonable amount of beef, then I think the market's under solid footing here and can work for a springtime type rally in cattle. Yeah, because we still have really tight numbers. Um, you know, the cattle inventory reports coming up, is that something that might shock the market into remembering how tight this supply really is? Well, I think the key going forward in cattle are our producers are going to retain heifers. If they're going to retain heifers, then we're going to tighten up the supply of available meat pretty quickly. So I'll be watching that closely to see what uh, producers are doing. If they're retaining heifers, I think that speaks of higher meat prices going forward into the spring. Yeah. So the hog market, uh, new contract closed yesterday and then again here today. And we just are having a tough time working through the bigger upfront supplies here in the market. Is that right? Yeah, I, I think uh, the market's oversupplied here. We just went through the ham season here at Christmas. So uh, going forward, it's gonna be a struggle here to try to clean up those supplies I would encourage producers to look further out there. There is some premium out there and some prices that give uh, producers the opportunity to make some money. So as we go forward, the question would be, do those deferred prices uh, drop down to where we are now or will we pick up demand and, and see uh, the summer cookout season or spring cookout season uh, bring uh, prices up in the pork complex? Yeah, well, we have to get the cash market to bottom and we haven't had any evidence of that yet, uh, have we? No, we haven't. So, again, that's a near-term problem that, you know, oversupply. So, uh, the good news might be consumers uh, looking for some bargain price meat. Uh, look at pork as an example of something that they can afford to buy that's cheaper than uh, beef by a long shot. Yeah, and you mentioned the dollar index moving higher earlier in the show here. And honestly, hogs they're so dependent on the export market. So is that a concern there too? Well, as we move into early 24, will China come back into uh, the port complex in a big way? And, and that's key, I think, to be enabled to move that. Uh, dollar going higher uh, doesn't help uh, any export business from the United States. So I think uh, I'll be watching the dollar closely in the upcoming month and see, is this a short-term uh, little run-up and we resume a downtrend or 
as uh, the dollar stabilized in here, and that's going to trade a tight, tighter range and not be in a downtrend. Yeah, definitely something to watch. All right. Thanks for joining us, Chuck Shelby, with Risk Management Commodities. That is Markets Now.